All right, all right, all right. I'm Kayla. And I'm Mariah. And we are the newest hosts of Love Girls, the podcast, where every girl has a story and their stories deserve to be told. We are both longtime volunteers of Love Girls magazine and both passionate about uplifting the voices of underrepresented communities. By highlighting the voices of young women, we are making a difference and breaking societal norms. Love Girls, the podcast is all about storytelling and empowerment. Our mission is to amplify the voices of women and girls and talk about the things that matter to them most. Love speaks to the support we give each other as we search for our own path to success. Lead, overcome, value, empower. That's love. Because every girl has a story. And our stories matter. Hey guys, welcome back to Love Girls the Podcast. I'm Delasia Dixon. So I usually am paired with a host in training, but today I'll be interviewing Mariah and Kayla. Kayla and Mariah are two of our most important mentors. So if not the most important mentor. Today <laughs> <laughs> just putting that out there. Thought y'all should know. So today I want them to firstly introduce themselves and how they got involved into the magazine so i guess we're gonna start with mariah it's actually a funny story i did not want to be involved with love girls when i first had this offered to me um i have talked about my story you can also read about it um if you ever pick up a cover of mine but i was around 13 years old and experiencing pretty depressive and suicidal um thoughts and moments and Honestly, I think my mom was just kind of at like a dead end of, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help her. And so she talked to her friends and reached out um, and asked if anybody knows any women empowerment organizations. And at the time, my sister's friend, Talia Thomas, said, yeah, I know about this magazine. Um, I think you should join. And I remember laughing at her thinking, what could I possibly bring to a magazine? And the question that really should have been asked is, how is this magazine about to change my life? I was 13, I'm 22 now, still going strong, and absolutely life-changing opportunities have happened. And let's just say I feel like a proud auntie because <laughs> I have watched this hoodlum grow up and oh my goodness, Delasia, <sighs> it's been a journey. Do you think there's like a major difference between 13 year old in you now oh, yes like what were you like back she's then? still annoying <laughs> i'll say that but you you know you go ahead you know it's, it's actually really would funny would we be friends no <laughs> mariah <laughs> is, was meaner than she is now yes wow. um i was a very angry child um it's something that i was actually writing a monologue i love to write monologues occasionally and one of the moments that I said is that, you know, my anger consumed me and instantly society labeled me. Anything the movies described, that was me. Like, I was trying to fit in so bad that I was willing to, like, break the law. Like, how dumb is that? Just to make friends. Wow. <laughs> and so I, I, I had horrible body dysmorphia. I mean... I, I have photos and it, it, it was I was tearing up looking at these photos and my Snapchat history trying to delete some stuff. I was 13 and I took a picture in the mirror and like I'm at one of my skinniest moments in my life. And in the caption, it was like, I need to lose 20 more pounds. And so 
it's just like looking at 13 year old Mariah versus 22 like 22 I'm just like happy to be here I love life like yeah there's moments in life where I'm like ugh taxes and credit but <laughs> there's also moments where I'm just really proud of this the journey that I've come to and just being the person I want to be not the person that I thought I had to be I know like most of your story but I think we should dive into more of the hardships that you went through because they sound like me kind of mm-hmm. like I can relate to the body dysmorphia and like fitting in and stuff mm-hmm. so I want this episode to be about like getting to know you more personally yeah. so what were like some of the main hardships that you dealt with back then 2008 is when actually my story I feel like started <laughs> um when the recession hit like that that was the starting moment to where kind of I felt where my life just took this like downhill spiral. Um, you know, when the recession hit, my dad got laid off and I remember the bank coming and taking our car and we were worried about losing the house and we were relying on my mom's income, who at the time was about a first year teacher. So that's about $34,000 to pay for a house of seven. Um, so from there, you know, my parents after that soon got a divorce. And then, you know, <laughs> it's like this crazy moment where um, I was in junior high and thought I was living my everyday best life. And I walked into school one day and the girl who sat next to me in band had actually um, committed suicide over the weekend. And that was the first moment that I actually discovered like what this kind of life oh my God. that I just was never really aware of. My parents kind of sheltered me from kind of the moments in life of, you know, these talks that I think are important to talk about today with your kids. And it was not even a few weeks later that my brother committed suicide. And that's when my life just like really started to implode. Have you seen those, the movie where like all those like bugs come and like swarm something and then it just like disappears? Like it was one of those moments where you could just see a swarm of depression just like enter me. You know, those hardships, although I feel like people want to use those to define who I am. I use those just as like pedestals just to keep climbing. And now I use those in kind of a mentorship kind of way to help girls who might be going into similar circumstances. So for Kayla, I have a question. So you are like one of the creators of the magazine, especially with working with Jasmine. So a lot of people know you for that. But what is something people would be shocked to know about you? I think because now I'm a behind the scenes person with photography and kind of the logistics of the magazine, people would be, you know, surprised to hear that I was a thespian. Um, I grew up doing (laughs) theater plays and musicals and that was good too like (laughs) if I'm gonna toot my own horn toot toot because you know um I kind of grew into being shy I guess or being more of the behind the scenes person but yeah um people also think that I'm mean because I have a resting face but I say tough love but I'm goofy and I'm silly and kind yeah that's what it's called (laughs) okay gotta make sure you know the people in your circle are doing what they need Mm -hmm. to do and that doesn't always come off as nice nice doesn't always get the job done that's all I'm saying Mariah okay (laughs) so and since you're the sister of Jasmine 
I want to see <laughs> the sister of Jeff. Let's let me just make this clear because I get this a lot. I am my own person, and I love supporting my sister. <laughs> so I'm gonna need y'all to stop calling me the Plus sister. Plus, she's the older sister. I'm the older. Put some respect on her. A name. little bit of respect. I mean, I know we're the same height. We're both little people, but um, I'm the oldest. So yeah. Okay, Kayla. So, how, from your perspective? Was it like getting the magazine together and like watching it grow over time? It was interesting. Um, doing business with your family. Mm. Oh, Lord, that's tough. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> with both hands. Um, but, you know, it, it was also <laughs> my mom. You guys can't see her, but she's over to the side. Having Bombastic her side eye. <laughs> side eye for real. Um <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice going through that learning process with your family because you can fail. And for lack of a better word, you can look stupid and make mistakes. And um, it's just you and your family and, and your people and you're learning together and growing together and establishing a legacy, essentially. Um, so very grateful for the opportunity. But not to say it hasn't been tough nor a journey. We know that Mariah is a podcast host, but she is also an educator. So, Mariah, do you think you can tell us about your day jobs? And, like, how do you balance everything that you do? Yeah, so I'm a full-time college student, and so anybody who's been to college knows the, the grind is real. Was the grind real for you, Kayla? Look, we was in the trenches. <laughs> the trenches deep in them and so talking about the trenches um the education system <laughs> is very much in the trenches as well and so yes i am an educator i am currently a full-time student getting my education license and because of the education shortage paras can basically be like long-term subs and so i have my own classroom i enjoy it very much it's really an amazing opportunity to learn but also experience this firsthand my mom jokes and says that I'm like in a trade school because I'm doing it, but also getting paid to do it. And I'm really sad to see my eighth graders go. I mean, I've had them since seventh grade. Um, this is the first class that I've experienced two years with. And so to watch them go off is kind of hard. But at the same time, um, educators are overworked, underpaid, and emotionally very tired. So summers are essential to kind of um, rejuvenate and then come back. But if you know any educators, teacher appreciation had already passed, but please thank them, make them a card, buy them Starbucks, something. And if you can help out in your local schools with PTAs, fundraisers, and substitute when you can, we definitely can or use the help. Or Love Girls Magazine, because we are also in the schools as well. Yes. And that's another great point is that we are in um, many after-school programs. Kayla has uh, had the fantastic opportunity to work with Lydia um, at Washington. Shout out to my homie. I'm very proud of having this like really cool moment where I feel like a lot of my hats that I wear kind of intersect. But man, shout out to my college students. We all in the trenches, man, <laughs> trying to pay for this stuff. <laughs> and then I heard on NPR podcast that it's tuition's going up. Kayla, what is a hardship you had to overcome? 
And how did you make it through? Well, you know, being a black woman, <laughs> I've had a few. Say it. <laughs> um, but I would say probably everybody knows now the heart attack and my heart condition. That's been a hardship. Um, the death of my grandmother and experience that that with my mom in the last months of her life, that was, that's something that changes you as a person. And then something that I kind of always deal with is imposter syndrome and anxiety. Mm. Um, and I think as women, as a black woman, person of color especially, the expectations are so high and we feel like we need to meet them. Um, and that doesn't become easier with social media and TikTok and Facebook. And we're supposed to be all these things. We're supposed to be smart, educated. We need to code switch and be able to be malleable to everybody and palpable so people can like us. And sometimes that's overwhelming. Preach. Like you see these TikTok influencers doing their thing on social media and you never see the behind the scenes. FOMO and imposter syndrome is real, but... Yes. I will say, having a heart attack changed my whole outlook on life and flipped it from a negative, oh, I don't have this, I can't do this, I can't do this, to I have this, how do I use this? And so now, I'm kind of, I'm a, I'm a YOLO girly. <laughs> um, we're doing, when things pop up, I'm doing them. If people ask me to do something, um, what did Chanda, Chanda Rhyme say? The year of the yes, or was it the year of the no? Whatever, I'm saying yes, and I'm going. <laughs> Trip, I'ma have it. Food, I'ma eat it. Drink, I'ma drink it. So say it. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of moving through that. And I think as I exit my late twenties and become a mature adult, um, healing that imposter syndrome is probably the best thing that you can do. Talking about trips, Kayla and I are going to New Orleans together. Turn up. Oh. We are so <laughs> excited. It's a parade in my city. Maybe we can get a podcast recorded down there. Ooh, we can officially say we've expanded to another state if we do it. That's a good idea. Thank you. When I have nothing to do, I usually go on Pinterest and I tend to journal a lot. But since you guys like your schedule so busy, I think I see you guys taking a rest day. But what do you guys really do in your free time? In my free time, like my actual free time, or like the time I got, because look. <laughs> I think she means like actual free time. So I'm yeah. going to say 24 hours, that's not a lot of time. No. So I'm usually doing two or three things at once. Right. But in my free time, your girl is watching Netflix. Right <laughs> now, I'm watching the Jewish matchmaker. Look, and I like the Indian matchmaker too. Hulu, Netflix, I am just binge watching. Are you watching. like a romance watcher? Um, no, actually, I like action thrillers and horror movies very oh, much. I can't yeah. watch them at night because I'm scary and I live alone. <laughs> but that, yes, that's why I like to do my free time. And I like to, you know, organize. I'm a photographer. So getting a little extra education on things that I hustle on and make a little money from is always, you know, an added benefit. It really depends on the mood, how I wake up. Because I have some moods where I'm like, live off the earth, don't have technology today, like really Crunchy. manifest into like my soul. And I'll have days where like, I will completely eat as healthy as I can, go on walks, try to stay off my phone. And then I have days where I'm so mentally exhausted that I don't want to do the stuff that's healthy for me. I'd rather just sit down. So some days I will play Clash of Clans and <laughs> um, Uno on my phone and um, sit there and do nothing. 
absolutely nothing. And sometimes that is everything I needed is just nobody asking me, Miss Martinez, Miss Martinez, Miss Martinez, or nobody, you know, coughing with their mouth open near me. Like it's just, (laughs) you know, being in education, there are moments where you're like, how, how? So, I mean, it's it's sometimes really nice just to sit and just soak in a bath in complete darkness with nobody talking to me. And do nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Like I think people, unpopular opinion, doing nothing is okay. Yes. Having absolutely nothing to do. Sometimes when I get home and I want to decompress, I scroll TikTok for like an hour. Yeah. And that's okay. Because I went to work. I ran my little business. I answered emails. I went to board meetings for Love Girls Magazine. So if I want to scroll on TikTok and watch cute videos of dogs and toddlers, that's what I'm going to do. You've experienced a lot of roles in the magazine and now even in your professional life. Like, where do you see yourself in like five years? Are y'all ready for this? I'm ready. I see myself as the fine, wealthy auntie. You hear that, Jasmine? You hear that, Lydia? Y'all, y'all, y'all bring me some nieces and nephews, and I'll spoil them 365. And I'm going to be traveling. My passport will be full, and my career will be flourishing, whether that will be at my current job or maybe I'll go into my own business. But either way, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to have it because I deserve it. So, Delasia... Where do you see yourself in five years? How old will you be, by the way? Uh, how old will I be? At five 20, to your right? age. I'm... <laughs> You're 15, aren't you? I'm 16. So 21? 21. Oh, yeah, you'll be around my age. <laughs> well, I plan to go to college for radiology. It's something that I've been studying in my free time. I plan to work at a hospital and do x-rays and MRIs and hopefully stay in touch with the magazine if it's not too busy. Girl, oh my gosh. <laughs> you see us. Well, y'all can't see us, but yeah. I'm rolling my eyes. The biggest eye roll. Mariah, where do you see yourself in five years? Getting on my nerves. <laughs> in five years, although I have goals for myself, when I actually think about myself in five years, um, there's very like hard that has to happen kind of things that I, um, for instance, I have set the goal that in five years, not only will I be done with my master's, but I will also be purchasing a house. It's something that is important to me that I own my own home. I have always been a huge advocate for building on generational wealth and breaking black curses. And so one of those things is I've had very stern goals for myself. One of those was buying my own car. I bought my own car, especially as a black woman, just having my name on something. It's something that I I just I just earn for it. And um, even talking about like in five years, you know, people always ask me like, oh, like everybody's going to engage. What about you? And I'm like, no. Um, but there's something that even when I think about like just hard as a woman, like I'm proud of is that I don't want to be married right now. I don't want kids and that's okay. Like I want to be successful in my business and like what I do and make money. So in five years, I hope that I can go to the store, buy something and not have to check my bank account. Like I can just swipe and no money's there. That's that, that's where I want to be. And it's funny that you mentioned that. Because it's like you have these goals and then you forget you have these goals. And once you attain them, you forget that there was a time when I had to check my bank account because y'all, I ain't gonna lie. I be telling people I'm broke. I'm not. (laughs) I like at all. 
And it was I, there was a point in college where I would have to go in and log in and be like, okay, I got twenty five dollars, got yep. thirty dollars. That's me right now. And now that's a luxury in and of itself. Yes. Not living paycheck to paycheck, and in this country, it's not easy either. So I don't want to make it seem like oh, I just, you know, got it like that. Um, but I think you made a very valid point um, and that we need to be present and, you know, be grateful for what we obtained in the moment. Because I think our generation, well, I'm a millennial, y'all. But Yeah, I'm, Delisha and I are in the same generation. So, yeah. But anyways, there's this kind of thought of always wanting more without kind of... Appreciating where a, you're at. Exactly. Yeah. Appreciating what you have. Yeah. And I think that for me, uh, when you, you're speaking about this, if I have to say like one thing that I just really have to get to life is just not having to check my bank account all the time. For me, being able to do the podcast definitely helps like take on a leadership role. And even now, like hosting it by myself has been a lot of ups and downs in trying to control the trying the reason why the podcast is important is for this re- this reason right here is giving young women um opportunities to learn and grow in a space that is not judgmental or there's no it's not high pressure um we have women coming in and we give them tangible skills that they can use out in the community Um, we use media as our vehicle because my mom sister and i are just creatives in that way but we have seen women and girls of all facets facets of life um i think of michaela hugh shaw who edits our podcast she started with the magazine and now she is a host in cincinnati on a television this girl is in 4k on tv representing the quad cities love girls and looking snatched look and and serving buddy sure is okay so i think that's just a testimony to we're a platform for you to try and that it's okay to fail um as a photographer with the magazine i didn't know what i was doing i'm one time we had a photo shoot the photographer didn't show up i grabbed the camera and that's a wrap oh. and so and it's progressed and so the magazine for me and the podcast is a pl- platform to plant seeds for women and girls and allies of women and girls in our community. And I think that's why we get so much support is because you can literally see the fruits of our labor. Mariah is sitting next to me almost 10 years later. In the humblest way possible, we have an organization have been able to shape the lives of young women. And that gives us a reason to get up every day and work the long hours, do love awards and host media camps and women on fire when we're all going through our own things and hardships in life the magazine is kind of just like i won't say it's like a light like we're seeing the light but it's like that purple light mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so you know delasia this is just a stepping stone mm-hmm. you know it's okay to make mistakes like it's literally okay to make mistakes yes um, and one of my favorite quotes jasmine said um when she was doing the l'oreal woman of worth video is that we're just the microphone to amplify girls' voices. Say that. And so we're Say that piece that, that you know. That. You know, you know she be coming with the knowledge she sure sometimes. Do. She sure do. Sometimes. I'm always jumping in this conversation. I don't have no business being <laughs> no, in. I, this episode done went rogue. I, sure I, I did. can't help it. I'm, I'm just over here and I'm thinking about this because there was something else in that L'Oreal Paris video that Jasmine said. And I'm kind of tooting my own horn, but not really. She said (laughs) that um, I was her first yes. And that we are 
first yeses to many girls. And mm. I'm saying this right now for Delasia. Because Delasia, this is your yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are good enough. Yes, you did a great job today. The only question is, is do you think you did a good job? Mm-hmm. Because that's the only piece that's missing. Because you're awesome. That's why you've been on the cover of the magazine. Mm-hmm. That's why you've been in the podcast. And girl that's of the why year. you helped teach the summer camp. That's why you're here. Everybody loves Delasia. You have to love yourself Mm -hmm. and know that you are good enough. You have done a great job today. Stop getting in the way. We are our own worst critics. Mm -hmm. And I think if, you know, I get on TikTok and they tell stories from elderly women in their 80s and 90s. And they said, what advice would you give your younger self? And the second answer uh, in second place, besides not having a man stress you out. Say it. Is believe <laughs> is believe <laughs> is believe that you the sky is the limit. You have no limitations, um, and I think just as women, life is hard. It kind of sucks um, sometimes, um, but we got to make it work, and we make it look cute while doing it. And I just need you to come with the confidence to do that because this is trial and error. You think me and Mariah always know what we're doing? Still don't. Have you heard fake it till you make it? Say it. Girl, like it's every day. This is supposed to be fun. You want it to be enjoyable. So, and I know it's hard being a 16 year old girl growing up in today's time. I get that. Mm -hmm. I get that. I feel for you. But you got to stop getting in your own way Mm -hmm. because you're going to miss out on good opportunities because you're talented and you're smart. (laughs) Tell us how you're, tell us how you're feeling. Yeah, that's that's a good segue. To let you know, Delasia, you're doing very very well like it's okay i mean that's the gracious and amazing thing about this platform this community is that we can learn and grow together and you know that's the power of love girls magazine is that a lot of people are learning and trying these things when they're in their 20s but we want you to do it in your teens because when you get to your 20s you're gonna be like i did that 10 years ago Mm -hmm. TikToker. Well, I don't TikTok. I just like to watch TikToks. Um, and I saw TikTok talking about unpopular slash controversial opinions. So here are my <laughs> top controversial opinions. Are well, y'all are y'all ready? Well, Delay like three. Well, okay. You can save some for the next episode. That's true. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Is everybody ready? Yes. Okay. Yes. To start. Ketchup is disgusting. It's a crime against humanity. I don't know how y'all put that on your french fries, your hamburgers, hot dogs. Nasty. Gross. All right? Um, let's see. Spotify is better than Apple Music. Um, you know, just my preference. That's how I feel, but it's factual. So mm. disagree if you want to. I am. <laughs> Ooh, ew. Um, let's see. Thanksgiving is overrated. I said what I said, and I meant what I said. Yeah, I think you're alone for sure on those. That's why it's unpopular. It's but, very unpopular. But I'm okay. You see that delay? I ain't worried about fitting in. We know. <laughs> I mean, that's slightly a reason your sister did make it a, a magazine to help girls who felt like they didn't fit in, fit in. Ooh, no segue. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> I, I'm being very serious. <laughs> um, no, if I actually agree with the ketchup one, you lie. Like, y'all no, lie. because I feel like as a kid, you grow up on ketchup until it's fire. You get a taste of better sauces. Like, I use barbecue instead of ketchup. 
for stuff. Cause ketchup you know, is like barbecue sauce is made out of ketchup. I, right? That's true, but I feel like now trying ketchup again is like Disgusting. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Alright, so here are some of my unpopular opinions. I first think that seltzers are disgusting. Why don't you like spicy water? They're disgusting. They have no flavor. It's just like static in your throat. Not the TV stick. It's not, it's not good to me. I, it's truly just not good. Okay, um, carry on. You're on your own. Yes. I think that meat is completely overrated. Meat does not need to be in a dish to be good. Ooh, I'm gonna have me a chicken wing though. Oh, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it is, but I'm saying for people who have to have a meat in every single meal, it makes no sense to me. So give me an example. Like I, like when people, you know what? I can't think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> but there, there are people who are like, I'm a meat and potatoes cup of person. That's all I eat. I also know people who order all their stuff like no veggies, just the meat and cheese. Like it's just weird to me. How do you Never mind. I was gonna ask, how do you, how your insides working if you're not eating no vegetables? That's I know a I'm lot saying. of people who, I mean, will just religiously just eat okay, meat and cheese. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So I just think it's un, it's just gross. And then the last one is, I know it's very unpopular, but I refuse to shop fast fashion. Um, I don't care how broke I am. I will not support that. And so, and everything that I've found that people are like, oh my God, where'd you get it from? The thrift store because people are so enticed to buy the newest things that they will donate something that is very much brand new still and I will get it for cheap, secondhand, and not hurting the environment, so. Thank you so much for joining us on Love Girls, the podcast. I'm Raya. And I'm Kayla. And we are so excited to hear from you. We tried a new structure this time. What do you feel real quick, Kayla? You know what? I liked it. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I like hearing myself talk sometimes. But the conversation was good. And Mariah, you had good things to say. And you got on my nerves very little today. Like, it's a, it was a, a win was, is a win. A win is a win. I am glad. If you have an opinion on the way that we are doing our new podcast forum, please hit us up via social media. You can hit us up on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You name it, we probably got it. Um, you can hit us up at lovegirlsmagazine.com as well. Thank you for listening to Love Girls, the podcast where every girl has a story and her story matters.